Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. Hey, Pretty Dece. I'd like to know what's your take on Days Gone? How do you feel about it? Have you played it? What's your side? Hey, thanks so much for the call in and welcome to Anchor. Uh, Days Gone, if you don't know, is an upcoming PS4 game. We got a first taste of it at E3 this year. Uh, it's coming to us from the Siphon Filter developer, so the the people who made Siphon Filter. They haven't haven't made a game for a little while, so it's uh, SIE Bend is the studio. Uh, they've been working on this for a couple years, so uh, we'll probably see this. I'm just guessing next year. I, I don't think that it was uh, coming out this year. I would have to go look that information up again, but I don't think that they announced it for this year. I think we'll probably see it, you know, sometime next year uh, if they've announced the date. And uh, you know, I, th- I think Days Gone is um, it, it's 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 an interesting game for sure. It's a zombie game, first of all. Uh, it follows this biker who's in this biker gang, and it seems like the big selling point of Days Gone, the thing that they're trying to use to set it apart from other games, is that there are these zombie hordes, and these zombie hordes, that they can kind of pool together, and, and much like in The Walking Dead, they can form these massive waves of zombies, and they respond to sound, they can kind of surge across the, the map and across the landscape. You can use them to solve puzzles. We saw a little bit of that in the demo. Like he made some noise, and this massive horde of zombies just like took out this whole like crew of people uh, because you you know made the noise happen in, in in their direction. So that seems really neat. Uh, the the massive wave of zombies does seem kind of like like legit terrifying. Like that's that actually seems really cool. Um, you know, most of the time zombies in zombie games aren't really that scary. These seem like they do have a lot of potential to be scary because they are just coming at you and it is just this just wave of zombies that you don't normally see in games like that honestly though i'm a little skeptical about the game right now because what we saw at e3 had some like less than stellar writing there was just some stuff that was just very just cringeworthy that that was going on and it had some really goofy setups like for example the biker guy just took to like we saw in the demo he was like presented with oh hey zombies exist and he just was like it was no big deal it was like yeah whatever i can i can roll in this world this is nothing new uh and he uh he had the the parts on him for like a bomb he's like pulls basically a bomb out of his bag um it's like why would he have that that doesn't make any sense so there was a little bit there that that i'm i'm hoping was a little bit just um concocted for a demo and in the actual game we'll get you know a little bit more subtle writing and a little bit more build up to some of these things that are happening Uh, i think with the demo they were really mainly striving to show off their zombie tech and their you know hordes of zombie technology so hopefully in hopefully in the actual game once that does come out we will get a little bit more in the way of um of storytelling because i think that's where this game needs to prove itself to me the most uh, I'm definitely interested in it, though. I'm really watching out for it when it does come out, and I'm certainly interested in playing it once it comes out too, because it seems like a game we don't get a ton of uh, games like this. It seems really neat. It seems like they could do some really cool things. So I am tentatively interested, tentatively excited about it. 
so definitely thanks for the call in asking about Days Gone. I think Days Gone seems really cool. Uh, I'd love to hear what the rest of you guys think about Days Gone as well. If you, you saw the trailer around E3 time, press the call in button in the Anchor app. Call in. Let me know what you think. Are you excited about it? Do you think it seems a little iffy? Uh, let's chat. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is pretty decent. In Marvel movie news, we're getting word now, according to the head of Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige, that Avengers 4, which doesn't currently have a title and will come out in May of 2019, is going to essentially be the last installment in what we know as the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. So the wording that he used was that the original 22 movie arc will end with Avengers 4 in May 2019. And then two months later, Peter Parker and Spider-Man usher in the aftermath of how things proceed from there in the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming. So 22 movies so far, you know, building up to Avengers 4 in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, and basically they're saying, you know, the, he's not saying that the universe ends, right? He's not saying that all of these things are over. We won't have continuity anymore between all these movies. We're going to tear down everything we built. He's basically saying that we're going we're gonna to close the book on that chapter of the cinematic universe. And, and what that means, I think, in terms of actual reality is that a lot of the actors that you've come to know and love in the cinematic universe, your Robert Downey Jr.'s, your Chris Evans, your Scarlett Johansson's, your Chris Hemsworth's, their contracts are coming to an end. They're going to, you know, eventually be leaving the Marvel Universe and that seems like a perfect time for that to happen, right? So I, I think we can expect to see a lot of the heroes that we know, maybe not all, but a lot of the heroes that we know transition away from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and we'll have new heroes introduced, you know I mean? I, that's that's a natural cyclical thing to be doing in movies you can't just have robert downey jr be iron man forever and ever and ever no matter how much you want him to uh you know he, he's expressed interest in kind of moving away a lot of these guys have expre expressed some interest in you know hey at some point they they want to be done with this role right they, they, they want to be able to you know essentially hang it up on the wall and say like look look at the job that i did it is now completed that, that's a that's a natural thing to want to do um robert downey jr in an interview uh you know he told australian news that that he did want to essentially hang up the jersey he didn't want to you know undo everything he'd done in like seven movies by dropping the ball because he decided to do it one more time so he, he's he's trying to figure that out himself of like like when do i stop when's enough like you know when when can those things come to an end because you don't want to overstay your welcome right so i think what that means for us as fans it, it's a, it is a little scary right you're you're losing all of these people that you spent 22 movies getting to know you love them um they're the core of the marvel cinematic universe what i think that means for us is that that like i said we'll see new exciting heroes like we'll see things we haven't seen before uh we're already getting peter parker and we're gonna get tons of tons of crazy new stuff who knows if we're gonna see new teams maybe we'll see a whole new avengers team form up with different people different heroes who's to say I just like the excitement of it, right? I, I'm looking at it from the positive aspect of, yeah, we might lose some of these actors that we have, have grown to know and love, but I'm excited to learn to love new actors. I'm excited to learn to love new heroes that I haven't seen on the big screen yet. 
Um, and, you know, I, I think we can have a transition period, too, where we might, you know, lose some of the big names, but then we still have maybe the Guardians of the Galaxy, things like that. So, you know, that's finally out there in the open. People had kind of been suspecting that that was sort of the case, that we are building towards this kind of big culmination in the cinematic universe. It, it kind of was feeling that way anyway, just from, from watching the movies. And now that's actually been said out loud that we are ending an arc, we are ending a chapter, and the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming is is going to pick up that torch and continue. So certainly interesting. Of course, we'll have to see in 2019 what that means, or, you know, further than 2019, because obviously uh, we, we really won't know what it looks like until, until after that, until a few movies come out. You didn't really get a good picture of the Marvel Cinematic Universe until we were kind of well within it. And of course, we have plenty of Marvel movies to be excited about. Until then, we've got a new Thor coming out soon, Thor Ragnarok. We've got a Black Panther, of course, which is looking fantastic from the trailer. Avengers Infinity War is supposed to come out. Captain Marvel has to come out. So we've got a lot left, you know, in in the uh, the opening arc here. But all good things must come to an end. Press the calling button in the Anchor app. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I, I think it's really interesting. I'm looking at it from a positive aspect. I would love to hear your thoughts. Again, press the call-in button in the Anchor app. Call in and let me know. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece. And in some interesting video game trivia, uh, Nintendo, as of this month, has officially been making video game hardware for 40 years. <laughs> Yes, they first started in July of 1977 uh, with a couple of boxes that were just Pong clones. Of course, Pong, huge game in the 70s. Everybody had a Pong game connected to the television. was kind of the first foray into video games at home, things that were in the arcade, a way to play games at home. And all of these Pong boxes, there were a ton of them, were basically just variations on one game, Pong. And Nintendo's boxes were no different than that. They had two boxes. One was called the Color TV Game 6. The other one was called the Color TV Game 15. They came out at the same time. The Game 15 was the higher-end version, so it had uh, paddles that you could pick up off the unit and hold them in your hand and control. The Game 6 version had little knobs right on the device itself. You actually had to reach up and and touch the machine, so, you know, not quite as fancy. Uh, Of course, the numbers also are the variations on Pong that they contain, so the TV Game 15 had more variations on the game that they labeled things like uh, tennis and hockey, but they're all, again, just forms of Pong. Interestingly, Nintendo did officially license the Pong game, Pong concept, from Magnavox. So, unlike a lot of these boxes that were coming out at the time, Nintendo went the legitimate route and actually had a license for the game to produce these boxes. They also, uh, the, the the game 15, retailed for about 15,000 yen, which if you don't know that conversion, right now translates to about $130 uh, US. But it's kind of hard, hard to compare, you know, um, the yen to dollar conversion has changed so much over the year has gone up it's gone down that that's not really that much of a one-to-one comparison uh so you, you can more compare like one play of an arcade game at the time was about 100 yen so you are making a substantial investment to to to, to bring home one of these uh uh you know color tv game 15s but 
Turns out, they were cheaper than the competitors. So much like Nintendo nowadays, uh, they, they came to market with a mind for overall cost, knowing that something that is cheaper is going to sway consumers a lot more than something that's expensive. So they've always kind of had that mindset. And of course, because their boxes were cheaper than the competitors' machines, they became a huge success. And actually, the Color TV game 15, the more deluxe version, is the one that actually ended up selling more. It was featured more in advertisements uh, as well. So really, really interesting. Uh, Nintendo, you know, these are the first official video games that Nintendo made by um, licensing the Pong game. They, they did make, however, some machines before this. They, they make uh, essentially coin-up amusements before 1977. So there were a few things uh, that were classified more as like electromechanical games. So things where mechanical parts are moving for you to play the game. You're not actually seeing any uh, game programming. You're not seeing anything on a screen. And they also had games that were classified as EVR, or Electronic Video Recording Machines. And these are games that are played with live action clips that were shot on 16 millimeter film, and you would play the game uh, essentially like over top of that, or in addition to that. So you would see the images, the live action images, uh, on a projector, and you'd play the games in addition to that. So not technically video games, despite the fact that Nintendo was in the game business. These uh, Color TV Game 15 and, and 6 are the first official video games, like actual real video games that Nintendo produced. Post 1977, after these boxes came out, very soon after, of course, they hired Miyamoto, who is the famous designer of Mario et al, all of the Nintendo games that you know and love. And, and he says the these first machines, the color TV machines, were bad. <laughs> they just, they weren't great. He was tasked with improving their design for uh, two more boxes that came out, uh, Racing 112 and a breakout clone called Block Kazushi. Uh, those came out in 1979. Then finally in 1980, they came out with their Game & Watch games, of course. And then finally in 1983, they came out with the Famicom, which came to the US as the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. So awesome, cool lineage of Nintendo in games. Really need to go back and dig through some of that history of really, really old games. And Nintendo has officially been making video games for 40 years.